God, in this moment, I come to you thanking you so much for who you are. I thank you for the fact that we can find ourselves deep in valleys. You meet us there. We can find ourselves in seasons of favor, and you meet us there. No matter the struggle, no matter the blessing, you are always there. This moment is no different. We acknowledge your presence, Lord, and we say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Move like only you can. Speak like only you can. Tear down walls that the enemy wants to keep up. Speak life into what is dead because we know that more than anything, not only do we just want you, we need you. In this season of life, we need you. So with a humble heart, we come before you, God, saying nothing else but you, your grace, your love, your mercy, your power. Amen. There's a short passage I want to share with you guys tonight. comes from Mark, the 11th chapter. Starting in verse 23, it says here, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt it in his heart, but believes, that's an important thing, but believes, that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Today, I got to have an amazing, amazing conversation with the young adult ministry and the leaders that have served you guys so well. Can we just give them a round of applause? They have served you guys so well. And in that time together, we got to talk about what, what it really is like to come back home and to serve and to go and to build relationships and look at different things. And, and one of the main things we talked about was relationships and communication, being able to connect, being able to relate beyond serving. Every single one of us at some point in our lives will find ourselves sitting in a valley whether you want to or not. Had you told me months ago that since March the 7th of 2020 that I wouldn't have work, I would have been like, no, that's not right. That I wouldn't be able to go and travel and do the things that I've been able to do, I wouldn't have believed it. But when we find ourselves in situations in life, if we are alone, it only makes the hurt worse. It makes the struggle harder. In that passage, it talks about us going to the Lord in prayer. Have you ever prayed before and felt like, man, I'm just, I'm just laying it all out there and I'm not hearing anything? I've been in that place before. Anyone else been in that position? Lord, I'm just praying. I'm seeking you, but I'm hearing nothing. 
this may not be your story, but let me tell you what my story was. I was praying to God and laying things out there. And you know what? I realized he was speaking, but I didn't know his voice. Are you hearing that? He was speaking to me, but I didn't know his voice. How did I not know his voice? I wasn't spending time with him. You know the voice of someone that you're spending time with. You know the voice of someone who calls you son, who calls you daughter. You know the voice of someone who you are willing to sit at their feet, to hear their blessing, to hear their correction, to receive the grace and the truth. You know the voice of your deliverer when he speaks life, freedom, hope, and healing into you. So yes, it may be hard sometimes to say, I have reached out, I have prayed, but this mountain keeps sitting there. Why is it still sitting there? Why am I having so much heartache in my home? Why am I struggling with my own addictions? Why am I not able to love my neighbor as myself? And then that voice comes back and says, you can't love your neighbor as yourself because you don't really love yourself. That's the place where we get to see mountains move. That's the place where that that becomes more than just print printed letters on this piece of paper because that's all it is. There is no power in this best-selling book until you trust and believe the author is the greatest author that there ever was and that there ever will be. It is in that moment that your prayer then becomes a conversation. It is in that moment that you start believing and seeing that that mountain that is in your way that is keeping you from being, believing, and trusting in the God that you have been praying to for so long. But we have to believe. Remember I said that it says here. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt it in his heart, but believes. Everything we face in life, every single thing we face in life, it all comes to a moment in our choices. We're either going to be defeated or we're going to have a victory. I don't care if it's even a good thing. Sometimes you can have too much blessing and not treat it right, right, and it'll it'll ruin you. Everything we face in life, we're either going to be defeated or have a victory. But in the end, we have to believe that if it's the Lord's will for us, if we believe that it's the Lord's will, then we can trust what we do with what he's given us. So sometimes you may look at that mountain that's in front of you and in your mind, I got to climb over that mountain. I got to climb over that mountain. The Lord is saying, will you just walk around? You want to go up and over, but he's like, I have cleared a path this direction. But how can you know that if you don't know the sound of his voice? If he's speaking freedom, if he is speaking freedom to you, you have to believe and trust that in the end, that is the same voice that spoke your very first breath. He spoke you into existence. Before your parents may have even given you a name, he had already called you mine. You are mine. You are mine.
feet. So everything that the enemy lays in front of you, every mountain you see when you believe it in the name of Jesus, that mountain becomes a pebble that you can just slightly step over. That mountain becomes something that you look at and say, not only can I conquer this, not only can I get over this, but I'm going to make it to the top. It may take me 10,000 small steps, but you better believe I'm going to be shouting with 10,000 angels when I get to the top. If we just believe that the Lord genuinely loves us, every mountain that the enemy wants to use in our culture today. See, I believe that the racial divide that we are seeing in the world is going to bring more peace, more unity, more grace, and more healing. If you thought the Red Sea splitting was a miracle, you have yet to see what my Jesus is going to do when he unifies us as one person, one people, one loving heart, one community, no matter where we come from. That's the God I serve. That's the God I believe in. And in this moment, I want us to press into that. Where you're sitting, standing over the next few minutes, I just want to encourage you guys to just let go and believe what you've been praying for. You can believe, but if you think it's going to look the way you see it, it's probably not going to show itself. Everything the Lord has blessed me with, I didn't see it coming. I encourage you guys to take whatever is holding you back and just let go. Just lay it at his feet. Can we do that tonight? If you need to pray where you are, I encourage you to pray. If you need to lift your hands, I encourage you to lift your hands. If you need to weep, you weep like you never have before. Let it go. There are tears of joy and tears of sorrow. But Jesus brings us hope. testament of this.
guys know that our, our Lord is a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. He's a light in the darkness. Mm, my God, my God. Woo. That is who you are. No matter what the enemy says, I know that he's a way maker. He's a promise keeper. I know that he's a light in the darkness because I'm going to be very real with you. I've gotten those pink slips and I didn't know how the lights were going to stay on. But I know that he's provided for me. My God, my God, that is who you are. Let's lift it up, say, come on. Say, way maker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Say, way maker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, promise keeper light in the darkness. My God, that is who you Even when I don't feel it, you're working. 
comes to mind that all the earth will shout your praise. When we talk about the tensions in the world today, there is one life-giving God that has breathed life into every one of us. And it is his breath in our lungs. And that's why we should be pouring out our praise. The weight of of the things around us can keep us from remembering that we are children of the one true living God. But the one who has called you has also spoken life into you. It is important for us to remember that it is his breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. We pour out our praise at home. We pour out our praise with that work. We pour out our praise with our peers and our classmates. Tonight I want us to end with that. Can we do that? See, I get up tomorrow morning and I head back to Nashville. But I only get up if he speaks life into me. I can physically move, but I can still be dead. See, my heart can be beating, but I can still be dead. But when he speaks life into us, it is his breath in our lungs. So that's why even on our worst day, we can pour out our praise. You give a life. You are love.
So when you find yourself having a difficult situation, when you find yourself with a mountain that is sitting in front of you, speak with the authority that the Lord has given us and to say, not today, not today, mountain be moved. Parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, will you guys receive this? I want you to, I want to pray over you in this moment. grandparent, aunt or uncle, will you hold your hands out? I, I, I want you to receive this. I want you to receive this. You are not failing. You are not failing. The Lord's telling me that someone needed to hear that. You are not failing. not failing, Jesus. You are not failing. He sees your trying. He sees your tears. He hears your prayers. You are not failing, parents. This is what the Lord is telling me in this moment. There's a parent that needs to hear this. You are not failing. In the prayer that you have been laying at the feet of Jesus, I've already answered it. He said, I've already answered it. You just need to accept it. I've already answered it. You're not failing. I hear you. You're not failing. I hear you. For whoever that was, I pray that that sits deep in your soul. That sits deep in your soul because the enemy's going to come to you this week and tell you, you are a failure. But he needed you to know tonight you're not failing. God, we come to you in this moment thanking you so much for who you are. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for loving us even when we know we don't deserve it. We thank you for providing for us in the times when we don't even need, we know we need your provision. We thank you for speaking life into us daily. We thank you for choosing us when we don't even choose ourselves. May we always find ourselves taking in the moment that we get to spend with you so when the enemy pounces, we can stand firm, we can stand strong, and we can know that you have never created a failure. And as long as your breath is in our lungs, we should pour out our praise to you and to you alone. Thank you, God, for your grace. Thank you for your mercy and thank you for your love. And all of those who agree said, I said 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 all of those who agree said, Thank you guys for the opportunity. It, it, it is amazing to get to come back home, and especially for a good reason. I want to say thank you to a few people. And I don't want to mess up their names, or we need to get crazy loud for them. Let's make some noise for Jason and Nicole Powell. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? Thank you guys. Lord, putting up with my insanity on the Zoom call and even to now.
Jerry and Tara, where are you guys? Nolan, right here. We want to say thank you guys. Thank you times 10. And I missed out on playing the game today, so I'm sorry. I would have loved to gotten wet. Sarah and Nate, Paul, where are you guys? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I also want to say this to those of you who call Victory home, and then I'm going to stop talking after this. In the world that we live in today, it is very important for the world to see the church that God created. I'll say that again. In the world that we live in today, it is very important for the world to see the church that God has created. But every church needs to be led by a man of God in order for that body to live out the life that God has called us to. It speaks volumes to my heart in a climate where racial tensions are insane. But for your pastor to say, we want to make changes. In fact, I would love for you to come in and I would like to step aside and allow you to step in and speak to my people that I am shepherding. That speaks volumes. So to Pastor Jerry, with all that I am, I honor you in this moment for leading, for leading from your heart. Because guys, not every pastor is leading in that way. And if you don't believe that the church is going to win, they're wrong. Thank you for leading with love.